Okie dokie. Artichokey. Oh, I'm old. That's something that an old person would say. Speaking of, um, for the last episode of Bachelor in Paradise, I posted this picture of Sarah and I at the gates of paradise. And someone tweeted to me and they said, uh, I didn't know that you and Sarah were an item. And I was like, oh, that's the oldest thing anyone can say. When, they, when anyone calls a relationship, you're an item. That's such an old person thing to say. Fucking love it. Anyways. Should we call the brand? Let's call her up right now. It is time. We're not an item. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Good. I'm looking for my face powder because I'm fucking shiny, but I don't know where it is. Your face powder? Yeah. I got a show opener. Let me, let me see if we can hear this. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Can we turn the radio on? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, this is rather festive, isn't it? It's my favorite time of year. How many days till Christmas vacation? This is your vacation. Get to work, Elf. Son of a nutcracker! It's go time. Welcome into YFT, everybody. Yeah, I saw like a, a little sound, little soundboard thing. I thought, you know what? Let's do it. Anyways, okay. I'll, I'll turn that off. So I saw that we did a poll that said, like, when should we put these episodes out? Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the YFTers want us to go back to having episodes come out on Wednesday. I had a feeling that was going to be the case. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Friday, because I think because for me, like Fridays, people go out and do stuff, yeah. and have things to do over the weekend. And Wednesday is like the middle of the work week. And you kind of need something yeah. to spice up your week, you know? So should we have this episode come out on Wednesday or should this episode come out on Friday? I think Wednesday. Well, we'll see if I can get it done because it's Monday right now. Although we didn't announce that we're going back to yeah, Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is the announcement. This is the announcement, everybody. And then next week we start that. And then next week we go, yeah. I like that. I think that's better. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Good. Good times. We were starting the show before with Bachelor stuff because Bachelor in Paradise was airing and now it's over. And I just got to say, boy, oh boy, fucking bloodbath out there. Not surprised. Okay, so did you see that John Henry and Kat have broken up? Shocker. I know, but still, like, that was the one that was, like, still going. I mean, I thought, they, I know. you know, I thought the Aaron and Eliza was going to work, but it didn't. Mm. So they broke up. John Henry and Kat broke up. Like, it was announced today. And then did you see the drama with Kylie and Avon? No. <gasps> oh, <gasps> no. Tell, spill. Pour me a cup of tea. Oh, she did this whole, like, Instagram post Bas- oh, no. Basically being like, yeah, I'm no longer with Avon because of infidelity. <gasps> yeah, he cheated. Oh, no. Okay, maybe, you know, who knows? He said, she said, and then he posted, yeah, yeah, I cheated. Um, yeah, yeah. Ugh. I know, but now I feel Avon, bad. I thought Avon was a good guy. I did too, and I felt bad because I was totally defending his like decision mm. to be like, hey, don't get engaged. Like That's a weird thing mm-hmm. to be like demanding, and now I feel bad. Did he say, like, who it was with? No, but we must, the sleuthers out there must tell us what happened. I know, I want to know. I know, I can't believe it. I mean, I can't. This is why we needed an after show. I 100% agree. And I actually, It would have been juicy because of all the breakups. I should send a message to one of the EPs, be like, see? I mean, one, I want to get paid for one more episode, but see? But the people need this. Definitely. And then you think about, like, two years ago, we had Joe and Serena, you had Kenny and Mari, Becca and Thomas, who didn't even leave, they oh, yeah. left broken up. Noah and... Um, Noah and Abigail. Abigail. And then also, that was also the year that, like, they, like, forced out Brandon, right? Brandon and yes. Piper. Yeah. Was it Brandon and Piper? Fuck, I don't know, dude. There's been way too many of them. Piper and somebody. <laughs> yeah, anyways, that's, that season absolutely crushed. And then this season's yeah, been a I big did. old... Dumper. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire, dude. Yeah. Do we think Kylie's going to go after Blake? Well, she did on the show, and we never even talked about it. But now that she and Avon are donezo, maybe she'll try try it with Blake. As she should. His response about it all, I don't know whose podcast it was on. Yeah. Went on a podcast. Two chicks. It was on TikTok. I, I said yeah, that. His I, response was weird. Yeah, and I responded to that response with the the, the emoji like, hmm. Yeah, I was like, like that's a weird answer. Yeah. I've been trying to set Kylie up with my brother for years. So Kylie, Uh-oh. 
now that we've tried all the other things, yeah. uh, want to date my brother? <laughs> you don't want to date Osiris. No one. Oh, come on. Um, Trace is so sweet and such got, a cutie. He got so many tattoos. A lot of tats. Let's start with that. Where's the weirdest place on his body that he has a tattoo? I think his skull, like his head. That's fucking crazy. He's got some on the side. Does of he his have? Head, yeah. This is this is a this is a touchy question, but I'm gonna ask it. Does he have any tattoos on his penis? Oh God, I don't know. You need to ask. If that was I'm my, I'm not asking that. If that was my no. sibling and they had that many tattoos, I, my uh, no. first question is. Do you have your, is your no. dick tatted? Is there any, like on the I don't want to ask any questions about that. You've never all. thought, like, this guy no, gets in not everywhere. one time. Never. Wells, when are you going to learn that your brain and my brain work very differently? I know. Thank God. My brain's the best. <sighs> Yours scares me. <laughs> by the way. I'll the, let you ask Trace that, okay? By the way, the clip of the Sri Lankan. <laughs> Sri Lankan. Big it's ass school right. girl. It's so funny. It's so insane. It is so funny. And they did a good job because they opened with the punchline of like, I think he was watching porn. And then it goes into yeah. it. That mm -hmm. one was good. Uh, fucking was good. I love that one. My beautiful wife sent me this. And I thought this was okay. very funny. This is about Gary. The Golden Bachelor is a fraud. <laughs> he hasn't owned a restaurant. And it was only like a hamburger drive-in <laughs> <laughs> since 1985. Plus, he's had several girlfriends when he said he hadn't even kissed a woman <laughs> since his wife died. Not even true. He lived with another woman. Oh. It's just a bunch of baloney. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> By the way, that is how every grandparent leaves messages, I feel like. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> See you later. Just dropping bombs, truth bombs, and then be like, eh, see you later. That's funny. Um, I have seen that, like that. Mm -hmm, me too. You know, but also it's like, who gives a fuck? He, you know, okay, he was a restaurateur, and then he wasn't. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story, you know? like it's. Oh, yeah, classic. It's better if he is a restaurateur and has, you know, not dated anyone. Of course, he's out of life, you know? Mm -hmm. But I do love the fact that that guy <laughs> fucking knows him <laughs> and fucking does not like him. <laughs> yeah, clearly. That guy liked a girl and Gary fucked that girl. Oh, <laughs> and, my you God. Know? And now he's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> You're insane. Like, right? Like, that's what happened probably. I guess. He's like, who am I going to tell? My granddaughter loves this show. I'm going to fucking ruin this for her. This guy. <laughs> Susie, just so you know, <laughs> that guy fucking did, was not a restaurateur. Yeah, he's been living with a woman, and he slept with <laughs> Su Suzanne, who I loved. Oh, gosh. Anyways, that made me laugh. It's funny. By the way, I got a new I got a new soundboard uh, button here that I want to play. Oh, no. Um, and it's just perfect timing for the holidays. Here we go. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called Xmas. What the fuck? I love perfect. it. Perfect. I love it. Next time you're around Trace. No. Ask him for me. Or like, have you I'm ever thought you about it? I'll let you ask him. Have you ever thought about it? Because I've seen some porns out there where girls, oh, they will they will tattoo oh. weird stuff down there. I I've seen it. That's never crossed my mind. Not like on the vagina, but pretty close. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Does Sarah know about this? Uh, <laughs> Every, everyone watches porn. Thing. Do I you, don't know if everyone actively watches porn i think everyone has watched porn okay. but like actively you actively watch it i mean sometimes you, you don't <laughs> so you're, you're telling me that you, when was the last time you watched porn when i was young okay whoa 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 whoa, whoa. so do you not masturbate like college do you not masturbate no i yes i do but so i don't you just go you just that. you just use your mind you use the pictures sometimes, in your brain sometimes but then, but so then, this so, is the difference. This is the difference between men and women. Men are so visual. This, you should know this. This is a fact. Yeah, okay, that's fair. It's different. Also, a lot of women have a problem with their men watching porn. 
Yeah, I would say that's probably true because then it makes it so it's harder for guys to finish because they like have this like weird, crazy expectation of what sex is and that's not really what yes. it is, which is yeah. totally understandable. But also, I think some women just don't want their guys like looking at other naked women, even though oh. it's, it's like I think a lot of women feel that way. You like a psychopath, you use your brain, yeah. you think yeah. about like a sexual experience sometimes and you just like replay that back. Yeah, that's what you do. Sometimes. That's crazy to me. Is it? Kind of. Nah. I think that that's worse than... No. What do you mean? And I, like, Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, if you are in a relationship... Okay, so I, I'm married. If I was going through the Rolodex of, like, memories, and I was, like, going, like, to exes and whacking off to it, that's, like, kind of like cheating. Whereas watching... Well, why wouldn't you think... Why wouldn't you think about Sarah? Well, like you... I mean, obviously, you can, but if... But hold on. <laughs> Very... <laughs> Why wouldn't you be thinking about your wife? Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. But then, like, oh, you're jerking off to, <laughs> to like, a picture of your wife? Maybe. That's some psychopath shit, too, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, at least with the porn, the porn stuff. I don't like, know. I bet, Sarah would, I bet Sarah would like it if you told her that. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I have. There's actually a picture in here. So you are a psychopath. That I find very, very sexy. That's, her. that's a great photo of her, actually. I noticed it last time yeah. I was there. I do like that one. Mm -hmm. um, so but that's, like, that's the one. So that's, that's the one. <laughs> that's he the... goes to the bathroom in the studio <laughs> and... Uh, Crank it out. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> does the Sri Lankan... Uh, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> Sri Lankan big-ass schoolgirl? That one, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start. This is, yeah, it just, the, the show just keeps getting crazier and crazier. It's just doing this. Does anyone listen to it? The fuck? It's just, a, it's a very long sound, you know, it just kind of drags on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's my only complaint. I'm trying stuff out, you know, you don't know. It's my only complaint. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull & Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. What do you got going on right now? Well... Glad you asked. Okay. I got home last night from Las Vegas, and my mother's here, so that's fun. Came home to that, opened the door. The whole house just smells like marijuana. Honestly, I think she smokes more than Noah. Like, usually when Noah used to come stay here, the whole house would reek, yeah. and it was worse last night with my mother here than it ever was with Noah. Why don't you say, hey, can you go outside? She does it. She has like a basement apartment, you know, yeah. and she's smoking down there and it just wafts up here. Like Waft. my dogs are probably contact high. Yeah. Like it's it was crazy. So I came home to that. That was fun. My sister is coming in town mm -hmm. um, for a visit also. So I've been getting the house ready for them. So that's what I'm doing now. But I got to say, I had a pretty lit weekend. Yeah. Liddy Kitty. Liddy Kitty in Vegas, Sin City. Yeah. Oh, in Sin City. Yeah, it was lit. I stay, I usually, like, usually when I go to Vegas, I'm in and out in, like, a day, like, 24 hours. It's really all you need in Vegas, you know? But this time, I had to go a day early, and so I had, like, a whole day and a whole night. 
hang and go to the club and not be working and just be hanging. And first of all, I got to say, all right, I, I guess it hasn't really, it's not been announced yet, but I think I'm allowed to talk about it. But I signed a residency contract at the win for 2024 what? that I'm very excited about. And yeah, so I've, I've played a, a handful of shows at the win this year and it'll be official next year that I have this residency, which is so great. So like, you're like Beyonce ob- or like yeah, Britney ob- Spears. Ob- Obviously, I'm going to say nice things about the win, but I'm not just saying it because because I work there. Like, truly, like the win is just the creme de la creme of Las Vegas. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Great. Like, it's word. the best place to stay. They've got the best club. I'm sorry, Excess Nightclub. It's the best club in Vegas. It okay. just is. All the restaurants are amazing. I always eat at SW Steakhouse because it's just so fucking good. And I love a steakhouse. Love it. But they just recently reopened their Japanese restaurant called Mizumi. Mm-mm. Oh my God. If you like sushi, this place is unbelievable. First of all, the vibe is insane. Super, super, super great with the ambiance vibes. Um, I had a Japanese version of an old fashioned, like with a Japanese whiskey. Holy shit. It was the best thing I've ever had. I just had a great time. And then I went to see Diplo Friday night and that was fun. And then I had the pleasure of opening for Dylan Francis on Saturday night and it was lit, lit, lit. And I just had a lovely time. That's all I know. And I love the win. So tell me how this works. So you okay. have a residency. So there's like every Tuesday night you are in Vegas. Like how does this work? So it's, it's not that often. I will play a minimum of 12 shows there. They could always add more, but that's 12 is like the contract I signed. Okay. Um, and, and all all they have to do is give me a 30-day notice. So mm. it could te- it, I could play four shows in one month and then not play for three whole months. You know what I mean? Or yeah. they could have me once a month. Like, I just don't know yet. But I will go as much as they want me. I love it there. I love everybody that works at the wind. Let me just tell you guys something, especially being a woman in this industry and this club industry club vibe dj industry like being a woman is tough and even if not being the whole industry it's just hard there's a lot of sketchy people Mm. there's a lot of people that aren't fun to be around and there's sometimes where when i go play and like i just have to deal with like asshole dudes and i don't know it's just not every day that you go to a club and you're treated so well and like that everyone is just so lovely and so incredible at what they do and so professional and so amazing to be like these people at the win like I like to hang out with them like I call them friends and that's just so rare in this business and so I'm just so thankful that they like me because I love all of them so much and I love being there so I'm just so so pumped to have all these shows for next year in like an atmosphere that I like really enjoy being in well that's awesome thanks I'm really proud I'm gonna make you come to one yeah, I want to come. Does that mean you're going to be in L.A. more? Because you're going to be on this side of the country? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's great. Then we're going to be we're sure. recording in here, baby. We're going to need to fix your lighting in there. Before okay, I'll we buy another light for you. Yeah, I need my own light, and we're going to need to fix the camera angle. Okay, I can do all those also, things. Also, can we get a real camera and not an iPad? Okay, whoa. Like, how come you get the real camera and I get the iPad? I don't, I mean, because... I don't know. I don't. I'm not a freaking wizard over here. I okay. Just you could, an audio. Do wizard, you want? Right? Yes. Do you want this camera? And then I'll take the iPhone. Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Fine. Also, my left side is my best side. So if we could switch that, that would be great. You want the mic over there? I just want the camera on my left side. Oh, why did you say that? I would have done that. It doesn't matter to well, me. Well, because it was like once, and it was like, ah, eh, it's just one time, and then it was oh. a second time, and now it's like we're doing it more, and I'm like, okay, now we got to get serious. Okay. 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 We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, we I'm very serious. proud of you. Thanks, Wellesley. Yes, very proud of you. That's so much of adulthood to me is like, like for me, you know, Saturday night, like standing in excess, like in the DJ booth there. I just like look around and I'm like, who let me do this? Who let me in here? How did I get here? It just cracks me up. But I feel like that's like a lot of being an adult is like, if I told my younger self, you know, X, Y, Z, I would just be. Honestly, you know what I think it is? I think that the older people that were doing that stuff, they've died now. And now we're the, well, that's true. Now it's like, well, this is the, the next oldest person here. So yeah, they seem totally. qualified. Yeah. I've got some other good news. Okay. I saw what this. I saw this and I'm very excited about it. A new anti-aging drug for large dogs has already cleared oh. early hurdles at the FDA and is moving to hit another milestone towards getting approval Here's the CEO of Loyal, Celine Hailoia, Hailoia, talking about the company's goals and how they one day hope to be making anti-aging drugs 
for dogs. The goal is loyal to get the first ever drug group for lifespan extension, health span extension. So number of years lived, quality of years lived for dogs, but also just in general, and then use that momentum, the like, insane amounts of like biological insight, uh, the competency of a translational team uh, to go and build the first ever human aging drugs. So dogs never dying. Uh, okay, wait. So I wonder now that you say this. Yeah. You know, all this NAD yeah. and peptide, like, is it going to be the same type of thing that they're giving dogs? I don't know. Do you take that stuff? I need to start because a lot of my and really a, good friends are MN. doing it. Yeah. NAD. I need to get in on all that. Yeah, I do it. I hear great things. I'm doing it, but I don't know, like, I'm still going gray. Is it going to stop that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That stuff is expensive, but, you know, if it's, it does well, what it says it does, it's worth it. What's crazy, though, is that, like, the FDA is like not allowing it to get out because I'm sure they're like, we got to make some fucking money on this. Oh, for sure. Or And then they want you to have to go buy their f- fucking over-the-counter pills and shit. Yeah. And like I, I know a lot of people are going and getting like the IVs with it in there too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I would do probably if I was going to do it. I just have a little powder that I take every day mm-hmm. and a pill. Who knows? Who knows if any of that stuff works? I know. I don't know. So the- but down, down for Azzy Girl to live forever. I know, for sure. right? Yeah. I don't even need humans to live forever because I don't want to live forever. No. I'm going to run out of money at some point, you know? Can't keep Definitely. doing this forever. Um, no, but no, dogs, no. yes. For sure. 100%. Or at least get dogs to live about as long, maybe a little less than how long humans live. So then you could like be like 15 and get a dog and then they, they just are with you the rest of your life. I know. That would be pretty great. I know. Like a lot of dog, large dog breeds especially... I mean, what is it? Is it the um, the Great Danes? Like, there's like seven years or something. Yeah, well, Bloodhounds was eight. Bloodhounds too. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's so crazy to me. That is not long at all. I know, and that's what like I like little dogs, but like they are annoying. You know. I know. I know. But they do live. <laughs> they live fucking so forever. But, you know, horses are kind of the same. Ponies live a lot longer than horses. Horses usually have more health problems. It's strange. I wonder if short people live longer than tall people. Great question. I imagine skinny people live longer than fat people. Yes. I'm hungover today. That? I'm hungover today, so I'm drinking a Modelo. Uh, what were you doing last night? We had the Christmas party yesterday oh, at the club. Kind of early for that, no? Santa came. Because you want to get your picture with Santa, you know? It was so much fun. And then we got, Sarah and I got wasted, as one does at a Christmas party. Yes. Uh, yeah. Took our picture with Santa. And then we went and played golf with a bunch of people. My buddy Chad. Uh, Catherine Newton, you know her? She's from, um, like a, she's like a Marvel person now. No, she's really good at golf. And had the best time in the world. And now I'm hungover. And you know what? Thank God for little hair of the dog. That was hurting. Cool. That was hurting. Hurting. It happens, you know, at our age. Did you know that this is, well, the day that we're recording this, which is December 11th, it happens to be the most popular day for people to break up. Really? Yeah. That seems weird. I feel like everyone gets starts relationships like around the holidays because they want a freaking like Christmas party buddy. Yeah, but I also think that like if things aren't going great and you don't want to get mm. gifts, this is a good time to like cut it off. I guess so. Or like, I don't want to deal with that person's family. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna, true. I'm done with this. But they call it cuffing season, you know? They do. They do. I don't know. It is nice to have teammate with you when mm. it comes to having to deal with fucking in-laws. Agree. This year, we're having both Sarah's parents and my dad come here. Oh, wow. And they fall on different sides of the political spectrum. That's you know? right. It's going to be interesting. That does cause some problems. I mean, at this point now, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know. Let them fight it out. Yeah, you guys fight it out. It actually is kind of entertaining. Yeah, I'm going to make a drink that. over here. Yeah. Perfect. The worst part is, is I don't agree with my father, so <laughs> <laughs> I can't back him up. <laughs> That's great. Ooh, yeah. You got some faith things, bro, or what's going on? Bro. Okay, so I can't believe how fast I've cruised through it, but I am caught up on the crown. Yeah. And but you caught last up. last episode you were kind of not into it. Yeah, I didn't love let's see. So I didn't love season five. Mm-hmm. I don't, it just, what didn't, I don't know. Loved season four. 
um, with like the younger, you know, Princess Diana and Prince Charles. Yeah. And um, season five was a little hard for me, but season six has been great. There's only four episodes out of season six. And then I think they're going to follow it with another four. And this is the last season. The last four were phenomenal. And God, like, it's so crazy. I mean, I guess I was very young when Princess Di passed. Um, and I remember the car accident. I just remember, I remember all of it. But man, it's just so sad. Like, it's just all just so fucking sad, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, not not to say that I've done my research and know how accurate this scripted show is by any means. Um, but just seeing like the, you know, the details of it and just kind of how it all played out and how it all could have really been avoided um, is very, very sad to me. So um, even though I've loved it, it was definitely like I was heartbroken last night, you know? Yeah. Very sad. I do think that there's like a little bit of a curse that comes with like really rich, well-to-do, affluent families. Mm. Sorry, you kind of come from one, but I'm, I think even bigger than no, that. No, we're not that rich. Yeah, but like, you know, like the Kennedys are like cursed, you know? Yeah. And there's a part of me that's like... That's I, like a different type of money. Of yeah, yeah, rich, yeah, yeah. You know? I think our version of the royals in the United States is the Kennedys, and they are like cursed. Mm -hmm. Like everyone dies in weird ways too. And I, there's, this is a weird conspiratorial thing to say, but it's like, it's a little bit of like that like deal with the devil thing mm -hmm. with those people, you know, like, yeah, especially with the Royals, they've sold so much to their media. Mm -hmm. And that's also, it's funny because it's like, it's the thing that like keeps the, the momentum of their family and that whole thing, like kind of relevant and going, but it's I also know. the thing that's taking them down or took down Diana, which is a weird juxtaposition, yeah. I suppose. After like watching this, it really, not that I, I, I already felt for Harry, like after watching their documentary, you know, mm -hmm. and kind of hearing his experience being part of the Royal family. Like I almost feel for him even more now. Yeah. I think he and his mom probably share a lot of the same. Feel. Like it, it seems to me like, um, Prince William has that like tougher, he, he, to me, it kind of seems like he takes after his dad a bit more of like not having so many feelings about all of it and, you know, being able to kind of like turn a blind eye to some of some of the part of it that's fucked up. Whereas Harry is much like Princess Di, where it's like, no, like, I, you know, I feel this and I feel that and this is wrong and this is whatever. And like kind of takes more of a stance over it, you know, that, I don't know. It's just also sad to me to think like Harry lost his mom when he was so young and, you know, had to just go to you know go to the funeral and be photographed there even though like they you know he probably not the best thing for a kid to have to go through when his mom died and like just so many things that you think like it's just so sad that the poor boys had to go through and whatnot and I honestly like it makes me happy for Harry that he kind of broke out of it and he seems happy and I think his mom would be proud of that I think it's also birth order stuff too for sure William's definitely like the rule follower like I'm gonna mm -hmm. take care of business like my brother's just like that he like he's like the person who speaks for all of the family he like yep. takes care of flights and everything and I'm the youngest and I'm like waka 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 and also like mm -hmm. I I get sensitive about things and I'm also a yeah. mama's boy like so right. I totally get it for sure yeah but anyway, I'm glad I started watching it. I, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, like all the actors are just incredible. Yeah. Um, so now once once the rest of season six comes out, I'll watch that. And then I think I'm going to go back and start season one and kind of like prequel it, you know? Yeah. You said last week one of the things that you didn't like was that like so someone's different take on like being the queen or whatever, being yeah. the king. That's something that I kind of do like because then you get to see the ar artistry of it all. Like someone's going to obviously have a different envisionment or like creative process sure. to like bring that person to life. And so I, that's one of the things I kind of enjoyed when I when I'd see Sarah watching it, be like, oh, they, mm -hmm. this is an interesting take on how they would do this. And they're also all British. So like this is like very ingrained in these people, right? Right. Like there was no Americans playing the queen. No, 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 of course not. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, the actress that plays Princess Di as an adult, I mean, she looks just like her. And her man, like she, she, you can tell she really did her homework. I mean, her mannerisms, the way she sits, the way she holds her head, like, I mean, it is, she is friggin' Princess Diana in the flesh, I swear. Yeah. It's very cool. We watched something last night that I loved. Okay. And also freaked me the fuck out. I wonder if you're going to say what I think you're going to say. Leave the world behind? Yes, my mom was watching it when I got here. Okay. And she did not like it. I loved it. Uh, okay. I like scary I movies. Was it scary? It's kind of like an end of the world movie, I guess. Okay. Let me give you the, yeah. let me give you the tagline. Yeah, give me the synopsis. 
a family's getaway to a luxurious rental home takes an ominous turn when a cyber attack knocks out their devices and two strangers appear at the door. Leave the world behind on Netflix. So the cast is insane. It's Julia Roberts. Mm -hmm. It's Ethan Hawke. They play a married couple. I'm going to say his name wrong, but Mahershala Ali, who's been like Mm, a lot of stuff. I I love him. I'm sorry if I'm saying his name wrong. Kevin Bacon's in it. (laughs) Like, so effectively, I don't want to ruin it for you because it is so good. Don't ruin it because I'm going to watch it. So effectively, what the tagline is, is like this this family, they're like, they live in New York. They're like, we're going to get out of town for the weekend. They rent this really nice house, like the Hamptons, I suppose. And all of a sudden, like, Internet goes down, like TV's not working, and it's just kind of weird. Then these two people show up at the house, and they say that they own the house. And because of, like, the internet going down and, like, the blackout happening in New York, they're like, well, we kind of want to come over here. We know there's electricity still here. And then, like, weird stuff starts happening. And you don't know who really is the bad guy. Like, are these people that showed up the bad guy? Like, mm-hmm. what really what really went down? What's really going down? And what's scary about it, it's a great film just to be like, yeah, we could totally be attacked this way and, you know, whatever. But what's scary about it is that Barack and Michelle Obama are the executive producers on this project. What? Yes. And it's like... Interesting. It's like, Barack, you trying to tell us something here, guy? What's happening? First name basis with him? Yeah, me and Barack are fucking tight. But I'm like, hey, B.O. Actually, he probably doesn't like that because it's body odor, but... B.O., are you trying to say something to us? Is this how we're going to be attacked? And it's this weird thing that's going, like, he he ran on, like, hope, you know, change, like. Yeah. And then, and then after he left, fucking country went to goddamn shit, right? Like, everyone's divided, everyone hates each other. Case in point, are my in-laws and my dad coming? You know, everyone's, like, split. One of the first things he does is decide to be an EP on this movie about, like, how the country can be attacked and like world war three like that's where like brock freaked out now i'm freaked also and i haven't even seen it i know go watch it it's really good okay it sounds good i mean i love julia roberts obvi i love ethan hawk do you think ethan hawk's a handsome boy not really he's not really my type it's funny because i do feel like he was a heartthrob especially like remember great expectations with um yeah. uh a girl from goop what's her name mm-hmm. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. that's right Anyways, I liked it. Go check it out. Mm. Okay, love that. I know you don't watch it, but okay. Virgin River. Yeah, you're still on this. I'm a little upset with them. Okay. Because they put out like, you know, ha- half of a season and mm. said like part two is coming, you yeah. know, December 2nd or whatever it was. And so I thought, all right, they put out, you know, however, it was like six episodes or eight episodes or something. And I was like, we're going to get six or eight more. Mm-hmm. No, we got two. Yeah. Uh. And they're calling that part two of the season. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, no. Excuse me. No. Part one can't be the, uh, that many, and then part two just be two. That's not okay. That's not how things and work. And so I'm upset. You should I'm be. I'm very upset. You and I'm upset because it's going to be another freaking year or so before we get any more because there was a strike and nobody was filming anything, and it takes so long to make the turnaround, and so now I just have to wait, and I'm just upset. I feel like I was robbed. I'm sorry to hear that. It's tragic. I started the second book in the um, in the Fourth Wing series, the book about dragon riders and it became like really really sexual yeah iron flame i'm early in on it but ooh, do i like this book uh highly recommend if you're into fantasy and uh, a lot of sexy stuff and dragons and murder and killing go check out fourth wing and then get into iron flame okay tell your boyfriends your boyfriends will like this i think okay there you go and your girlfriends too like danielle maltby's reading it and she's like jesus is sexy how is she She's doing great. She came and stopped uh, by and hung out with us Aww. not too long ago. She was in for like a conference her. or something. Her and her um, podcast co-host, I think her name is Jess. Jess. Okay. You know, her and Michael split. I know. And it wasn't great, I don't think. No, I know. For Danielle, you know? I know. That was a tough one for me yeah. because I like really brought Michael under my wing. I know. But Danielle is... The OG. Yeah, she's one of my oldest and best friends. It put me in a tough spot, but uh, of course I'm taking Danielle's side on all of it, and I am happy to report things are going well. I won't say more than that. For her? Yes. 
Oh, good, good, good. Is yes. she going to move back to Nashville? I hope so. I hope so too, but I don't know. She, she sold. She signed a couple year contract with like this company, so she's there for a couple. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of fantasy, did you ever watch the new Hunger Games? No, but I read that book. I want to see it. Yeah, you should. I want to see it too. I want to see that. The book didn't floor me like the original Hunger Games did. Oh well, do they? You know, they never do. Yeah. Originals are always the best. I also saw that finally there's a couple things that came out for like rent on Apple TV that were in theaters for a while that I never saw, like Oppenheimer mm, and see Killers of the Flower Moon. I want to see both of those. Yeah. So, you know, over the holidays, I'm going to be renting those. Yeah, same. Watch. Same, 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 same. Yeah. Sarah doesn't want to watch Killers of the Flower Moon because I feel like she feel, feels like it's going to be like, you know, sad to the indigenous people of America. Wow. Which it, it is. probably is. It's Scorsese. I have some not favorite things. Sorry, but I want to... Okay. I want to give you guys the heads up. All right. There's an animated movie called Leo that stars Adam Sandler. Okay. He plays a uh, lizard that lives in a school. You know, like a pet lizard for the school. A 74-year-old lizard named Leo and his turtle friend decide to escape from the terrarium of a forest school classroom where they've been living for decades. Adam Sandler... Robert Smeagol, Paul Sado, and Bill Burr. Oh, Jason Alexander, R- Rob Schneider. Okay, this is a really good cast. We watched like the first like 20 minutes of it last night, and I was like, turn this off. I can't do this. It was wow. real bad. And I love Adam Sandler. Okay. It like opens up with like a bad musical number. Hated that. I was like, what is it? Is this a musical? Is this not? Anyways, I highly suggest not going down the Leo route. Okay. I mean, you know me. I don't love animation, so. so. You don't like Pixar? No. You know, we were doing this because uh, we went to, to Disneyland and we were having a conversation of what's your favorite Disney movie? Do you have one? My favorite Disney movie? I don't know. Really? Like, you're a girl. Does The Fox and the Hound count? Absolutely. 100%. I love that movie. I do too. It's so sad, but yeah. Of course. Bloodhound. Um, What else do I love? I always, I used to love Pocahontas back in the day. Uh, what is that song? The Spirit of the Wind? Colors of the Wind. Colors of the Wind. Yeah, Pocahontas was good. Pocahontas was great. Uh, my favorite, hands down, is Robin Hood. Robin Hood and Little John walk through the forest. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. You know? Okay. I love Aladdin. Eh. Ah! I love Aladdin. I can show you the world. Shining, nah. shimmering, splendid. I'll show myself the world. Thanks. Mm. Street rat. Get that. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's great. Um, <laughs> it was fine. This, I'm going to show my age here a little bit, but I did love Sword in the Stone. Big. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know what that is. It's okay. Whatever. We were making this distinction, though. I think that there's a distinction between Disney movies, like Disney animated things, and then Pixar, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm, those are definitely. two different things to me. I agree. I mean, I love Toy Story. Yeah, I like Toy Story. Uh, I liked Up. That one really like, tugged at my heartstrings. I never saw Up. Ooh, that one. I know. That one will tug at your heartstrings. Um, I liked Wall-E. Is Madagascar? Is Madagascar Pixar? I don't think it is, but I do love Madagascar. Oh. Loved Madagascar. That's I good. like all the ones with animals, you know. The creators of Shrek and Shark Tale, so I don't think mm. I did like Shrek too. Never saw it. You never saw Shrek? What are you, a mm. communist? <laughs> <laughs> Something that I liked, but I realized that now I'm getting. Oh, I'm old now. It's a recurring theme on this pod. There's a thing on Netflix called World War II from the front lines. And anytime you start getting into World (laughs) War II stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like if I start reading books about like submarines, Mm -hmm. I am completely ready for retirement. (laughs) But this World War II from the front lines is cool, and I'll tell you why. Submarines. What they did was they took all this footage from World War II, and then you know how they can colorize shit now? Mm-hmm. So they did that, so it's, it's pretty cool, because you're like, oh, this is like new footage, and not black and white or whatnot. Mm-hmm. If you're a guy <laughs> who's on the wrong side of the 30. Uh, so well, maybe two listeners of this podcast? Seven of our listeners. You might like, <laughs> you might be into fucking World War II from the front lines. If you're not, stay away from that. Just so you know. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's just speak to the actual demographic of this podcast for a second. Okay. I saw that Netflix is doing a new series with Josh Demel and Minka Kelly. Oh, okay. 
and I'm very excited about that. Um, do you know what it's called? Uh, I do not, but it's like it, they they spin it as like Yellowstone meets like Friday Night Lights or something, and I'm like sold. Is it called Buddy Games Spring Awakening? No, I think that's a reality show. Oh, upcoming. Off the Grid, Ransom Canyon, Not Without Hope. Yeah. Do you know Ransom what? Canyon, that's, that's it. Ransom Canyon. I think that's it. A romance-fueled family drama and contemporary Western saga that charts the intersecting lives and loves of three ranching families set against the sweeping tundras and rolling rivers of Texas Hill Country. Ransom Canyon. Okay, Love it. Okay, Taylor Sheridan. <laughs> You're telling me that's not a Taylor Sheridan fucking ripoff? Crazy. Well, no, it's a it's a Taylor Sheridan ripoff for sure. Or is it just Can't Taylor wait. Sheridan? <laughs> I don't even know. Sounds great. I love Mink. I love Minka. I loved Friday Night Lights. I'm pumped. Minka Kelly hasn't done much either since Friday Night Lights, so I'm excited for her. Yeah, you do like one type of fucking television, and it is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> A I little bit many. of no, no. I'm watching The Crown right now. Okay, that's don't, true. Ha, don't tell me I like one that's type of television. That's because you are out of Taylor Sheridan shit. But you love. I also fucking loved Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. Okay, I like the like crazy shit too. There's, all right, fantasy. I figured it out. If there's a horse involved, you're a hundred percent in. Obviously, unless the horse gets hurt, and then I am not in. Well, that's not yeah. true because you loved fucking Yellowstone, and the- I did not watch the first scene of season one, episode one. Yeah, that horse Skipped dies. Skip the royals. They've all got horses. Game of Thrones. Yeah. There's horses and dragons, horses. and dragons are really just flying horses. For being honest, right? Because you ride them. True. And then every Taylor Sheridan movie show is horses. True. There's no horses in Virgin River, and I like that show. But it sounds like a thing that would have horses. Okay. There, I'm, there's not been a horse. Because who, where do the horses drink? They got to go to the Virgin River. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Could be wrong, but I don't know. By the way, remember we had that conversation about does a straw have one hole or two? Mm-hmm. I found an answer. How many holes are there in a straw? Fortunately, I always bring a straw with me wherever I go. How many holes are there in it? There are the one-holers who feel that, well, look, there's like one hole. It goes all the way through. Like, what more is there to say? And there are the two-holers whose view is there's a hole at the top of the straw and there's a hole at the bottom of the straw. So, real quick, are you a one-holer or a two-holer? I don't know. Both make sense to me. Totally. You know? I think I'm... I I don't know either. I think... I know, I really don't know. I think gun to my head, I would maybe say two. So if I get shot by a bullet and it goes through my body, yeah, there's two holes in me. There's one in the front, one in the back. I know. But is it just one? Anyways, okay, interesting. I just didn't know what you, where you, what, what side you fell on. Anyways, this gentleman is going to tell us what's up. For the people who think there's two holes, I would say, imagine this straw, if you can, getting shorter and shorter. Like, imagine I sort of cut it and it was half as long. And I cut it again until it's so short that it's actually, like, shorter than the distance around. A little bit like this. Does this have one hole in it or two? How many holes does a bagel have in it? That's basically the same shape as... That's a good question. How many holes does a bagel have? One. Right? Yeah. I don't know this if you say a bagel has two holes i think we all agree that would be like a very weird thing to say about a bagel so now i'm talking to you triumphant one holers if you think this straw is one hole let's say i take it and i pinch the bottom like this how many holes are there in it now there's just like the one hole at the top i mean you could fill this with water right it's basically a bottle how many holes are there in the water bottle just the one at the top that you drink out of right but if it that makes sense too it does has one hole now and I poked a hole in the bottom and I opened up the bottom, how many holes would it have? It's got to have two, right? I think the way to think about the straw is that, yeah, there's two holes, but one of them is the negative of the other. Top hole plus bottom hole equals zero. That sounds like an insane thing to say. Both the one holers and two holers are right in a way as long as they're willing to learn about the arithmetic of holes. So what's frustrating about that is... He didn't really answer the question. <laughs> no, it doesn't solve anything. I think it's one hole. You do? I do. I think it's good. The bagel, the bagels, I, I, he's right with the bagel. Like that's what, it's only one hole in the bagel. But the bagel is just totally different. Is it though? Yeah. <laughs> All right, YFTers, what do you guys think? I saw this other video on TikTok that like really, really made me laugh and also made me okay. think. And those are the type of videos that I really like. Okay. 
Uh-huh. Yes, I laugh. You also like the weird like woodworking videos. I love them. Dude. Do those make you think? Yeah. About what? <laughs> I don't know. So there's a, there's also this guy went out and like lived in like the Alaskan wilderness at like 40 mm-hmm. and and he filmed himself. It's really old. It's from like the 70s or 80s. And this guy like built log cabins and all this stuff and he filmed the entire thing. And I used to watch it on PBS. I think it was on PBS. And now it's on my TikTok. And I'm like, I fucking love this. But this song that someone duetted, it made me laugh. But then it made me think, huh, that's true. And that's weird. Okay. Someone write a song with this. Chinese people don't eat any cheese. What the fuck is up with that? It's really They don't. And I think that's a mistake. <laughs> and I don't know why it's this way. <laughs> we eat a lot of cheese in the USA. But if you go to a place where they speak Chinese, <laughs> they won't have any cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from it being really good. <laughs> People have way too much time on their hands. Like way too much time. Aside from like, I would totally listen to that guy's music. <laughs> I love it <laughs> so much. <laughs> it's so good. But it's true. You're crying. This is, you're insane. But this is the thing. Chinese food doesn't have any cheese in it. <laughs> That's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> like every other fucking... Culture has cheese. Not Japanese either. Okay. Right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Okay, the A- Asia doesn't have cheese. Okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Uh, it's like they have cows. I know they have cows. Yeah. Mm. Is there is there cheese in Indian food? I don't eat a lot of Indian food. I would assume so. Yeah? But that's also Asia, so maybe not, you know? Yeah. Is there cheese in Russian food? I'm just trying to think of all the things over there. Can't say I've ever had Russian food. Don't even know what that is, really. Mm. Do you? No, I think it's like bear, bear meat. <laughs> I don't know about that, but. Yeah, well, now I want to go, next time I go to a Chinese restaurant, I'll be like, do you have anything with cheese in it? I mean, surely they do. I don't know. And also, like, a byproduct of yeah. cheese is also butter. Do they use butter? Mm-hmm. Probably not. This is why. This is why everyone. This is a generality and a stereotype. Here we go. Fucking Asian people live for forever. They're so health, so much healthier. They're not really fat. That's it. It's cheese. <laughs> That's it. I cracked the code. I eat a lot of cheese, and I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. I love cheese. It's one of my favorite foods. Same with Sarah. She's a little mouse. Last night she made a fucking dude. She's on a grilled cheese. Have you had a grilled cheese recently? Have you Not had a grilled them, cheese? You need to go make a grilled cheese. It is okay. insane how good a grilled cheese is. It's the best bread and cheese. Are you kidding? Come That's on. it. I don't even like it when people get, they're like, "I'll make tomato soup and dip it." No, no, no. I don't need that fucking shit. Just give me, me the just give me the grilled cheese. Remember in Nashville they had there was a food truck called the Grilled Cheesery. Still here. Is it? Mm -hmm. Damn, I wish I still lived in Nashville for that. (laughs) I'm sure you could find something similar in LA. That's probably true. Still watching Squid Game. How is it? It's good. I'm not done with it. I'm not even sure if it's done. I fall asleep every time I watch it, but that's not because it's boring. It's because we watch it at night times. But the mother-son duo of whom I really liked a lot, the mother is now gone, which breaks my heart, but the son is still there. I have a feeling the son is the winner. But I'm not sure. I can't be sure of that. But I do like the game. It's a, or like, do like the show. It's very good. 
my thing is, is like, it must have been so fucking expensive to make. They had to make the entire set. They had to house all these people. And then it's a four and a half million dollar purse. Like, it's crazy money. How much did Netflix dole out for this thing? You got any Muzaks? I feel like it's that time of year where the only thing people are releasing is Christmas music. My buddy Jeremy Lister, who I like play a lot of his music and Christmas music, he texted me the other day and he was like, Yeah, you yeah. do. A bunch of people was like, were, were messaging me that they found my music through your show. So thank you so much. And I was like, Oh, Aww. fuck yeah. People are listening. That's awesome. I have something that I'm really excited about. Oh, okay, great. Well, let's hear that. I found this guy on, on TikTok. He only had like two verses of the song. And I was like, I fucking love this song. So I started following him because I was like, I really like this song. I like the idea of this song. And I realized he went on American Idol and he got all no's. I think that's amazing because the last guy that I found from TikTok that went on American Idol was um, that guy Josiah and the Bonnevilles, who's now like... Oh, yeah. He's like with Noah Khan like on his entire... And he's got a sold out tour. Like he went on American Idol as yeah, well. great. This guy got all no's. And I think he's so good. Anyways, his name is Evan Honer, and this is a song is called I Don't Know Shit About Cars. Well, I tend to drink a lot, and I tend to get real lost. I learned nothing from my pops. I don't know shit about cars. I'll bum one more cigarette. The only spirit that I've met runs straight through my head. I don't know shit about cars. I'm the last of my kind It's bullheaded right I get lonely at night Filling up my dreams With steep gasoline Got up to 583 Anyways, I love that. I love that song. What do you got coming up? Um, I'll be entertaining my family for the week. Fun. And then I'm coming to LA this weekend. Um, That's right, we're doing a photo shoot. We're doing some photos, we're doing and we'll record shot. an episode, we'll an ep and we got some things going. So I'll just be out there for a few days, and then once I come home, I'm home for like two and a half solid weeks, and that's my break. Like yeah. I'm finally gonna get a break, so I'm pumped about that. Because um, your girl's tired. You, just, you <laughs> and, deserve it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sleep. I'm sleeping. Um, and then I am playing here on New Year's Eve here in Nashville. So that just got announced on Friday. So I'll be posting all the information for that this week. Um, but if you're in Nashville for New Year's and you want to not be in a massive, um, overwhelming crowd of people down on Broadway, you should come to my event, which is at the soccer stadium, Giotis Park, which is a little bit south of downtown. So you can stay out of the madness, but still do something fun on New Year's Eve. I'll be DJing, obvi. Obvi. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll see you next week then. Yeah, I'll see ya. See ya next and week. And YFTers, don't forget, next week we'll go back to Wednesdays. Cool? Yeah, we will. Yeah. All right. Again, this is uh, Evan Honer. I don't know shit about cars. Bye, guys. a good song. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.